Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Backed by popular demand, we have a dedicated public servant who's tough on law and order, a very moral person, a very proper and ethical man who served us with distinction for over 40 years in law enforcement. I'm referring to Erie County Sheriff Tim Howard. I believe he's the longest serving sheriff in the history of the office of the Sheriff of Erie County for four terms. A little bit about his background. Sheriff Timothy B. Howard is a 40 plus year law enforcement veteran, including 24 years with the New York State Police. He has served in various assignments across the state, including Buffalo, Long Island, the Adirondacks, and the Southern Tier. He is unquestionably a member of the law enforcement family. One of his brothers retired as chief of police in Eden. Another is a retired lieutenant from Cattaraugus County Sheriff's Office. And third is a retired senior investigator with the New York State Police. A tremendous role model, hardworking, dedicated man serving us in law enforcement, Erie County Sheriff Tim Howard. Let's first talk about this ridiculous situation with cashless bail. At a group rotary meeting in Amherst with the Amherst Two Clubs in Williamsville six months ago, you talked about how people, uh, one man was arrested seven times in seven weeks, and you couldn't put him in jail for many very serious crimes when he was given an appearance ticket what about this cashless bail? What can we do about it? How do you deal with it, Sheriff Tim Howard? Um, and and you, you you nailed it right in the beginning when you called it ridiculous. I, I can't, can't even guess at what the motivation is unless it was a, a cowardly um, former governor wanting to befriend um, the criminals because it makes ab- absolutely no sense. The individual that's been arrested seven times has gone on for, for more arrests. I was just with the Niagara County Sheriff at a, uh, recently at a roundtable with, with uh, Congressman Chris Jacobs, and we discussed you know, this, this exact thing. Um, nobody challenged it, but I think one of our deputies had the record with, with an individual they arrested for not answering traffic tickets, and his license had been suspended. I think it was 27 times, and the deputy had no choice but to release him again with yet another ticket. And, and I mean, it, some people think that police aren't intelligent, but what else could they think when 
when they know they haven't answered their last 27 tickets and, and I can do whatever I want on the road and I'm just going to get another ticket. But uh, much worse when we look at it from the, from the criminal side, um, we've, we've heard stories that, that people will make criminal complaints against someone, the individual will be, will be arrested, and that person is out of the station, um, back on the street, um, before the individual that's making the criminal complaint is able to go back home. Um, right along with this, Brian, I, I know you know, um, comes the the uh, the discovery rules that that require the police to release within I think, ten days of the arrest of an individual all the information, all the all the witnesses, anybody that has said anything about that individual, um, to release it to the defendant. I mean, it's like saying. Um, there, there has to be some limit to this, uh, even to the point where a person that has burglarized a home or, or committed a rape in a home has the right to go back to that property um, to prepare his, his or her defense for the crime they say they've been charged with. So, I mean, you would think right off the bat, they should be guilty in order to claim that they need to go into that home um, to see it. Um, I guess I'm talking too much in a another suggestion from you. Well, let's uh, talk about another problem that you're faced with, with people being put on the streets, and this is in Buffalo, it's in New York City, it's in all our major cities, and that's early parole, where people commit terrible crimes, they go to jail, and then they get early parole, and they're back on the streets committing the same crime or similar crimes. Let's talk about early parole, Sheriff Tim Howard. Another ridiculous uh, practice being driven from Albany, and I, I would suspect um, downstate. Um, for probably the last 16 years, I've been saying um, if the state or the state parole system um, was a manufacturer, um, it would be very clear that they have released or um, for sale or, or put out on the street a defective product because they, they refer to New York State Department of Corrections, and, and theoretically they have corrected this individual's um, misbehaviors, criminal act. I don't want to be that lenient to call it a misbehavior, but they've corrected their criminal tendencies. They've made him a, a respectable, productive citizen, and he can now, he or she can now be um, released back on the street. Um, once they do that and the person commits another crime, um, particularly within the first year or, or two years, um, that is a defective product by the New York State Department of Corrections, not the fault of the men and women that work there, but the, certainly the fault of the state-driven practices that require um, those release. Well, I think that everyone that suffered a financial loss from that should be re reimbursed by the state, um, including um, the, the victim, the, 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 the prosecutor, the expense to the, to the county to prosecute this individual on the new crimes, um, to the, the public defenders that, that is often um, supplied again at, at taxpayers' expense to the witnesses that have to come to court, but but probably foremost among that, the counties that then have to um, incarcerate that individual um, when there's a parole violation, um, they then incarcerate that individual at the county's expense, even though the individual had been sentenced to the state. I have long believed that beyond the the government's desire to be lenient and and, and kind. The criminals who often see kind of a sign of weakness, and sometimes I think that it is in, in, in this regard, certainly a, a, a lack of, of uh, person to see a problem and, and properly di um, direct it. But 
Um, this is a this was a fault of the state, and the state should be made to pay for it. Um, it's a huge expense to us. But even when they administratively violate a, an individual on parole, they should immediately go back to the state where they were released from. But instead of that, they once again burden the various counties um, with the, the cost of incarcerating that individual. Um, historically, they were even trying to force Erie County to build a new and bigger jail that was only overcrowded because the New York State police were being Again, I probably talked too long. No, 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 no. A very enlightening, uh, very gifted man, our guest today, Sheriff uh, Tim Howard. Um, a little plug here. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores for home delivery. Call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. And Sheriff Tim Howard is very close to the Polish community. He has led many Pulaski Day parades, and his wife Sue is Polish. So... Uh, very fine man. I'd like to mention we'll have coming up on this program Mike Sheehan, the uh, deputy director of the Challenger Learning Center, and then Frank uh, Panusik, who's a gun rights advocate, coming on. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding our recent guest, Carlos Diaz with Florida International University, Bob Moynihan, who has met with many uh, popes, and Rob Ort, Republican leader of the New York State uh, Senate. A little bit more information about Tim Howard. His sister is married to a New York State correctional officer. His two sons, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, and two of his nephews are New York State troopers, while another nephew is a deputy sheriff. As under-sheriff, Tim Howard personally oversaw the eight clerks who directed the daily operation of the Erie County Sheriff's Office and their 1,000-plus employees. Tim Howard was appointed as sheriff upon Pat Gallivan's resignation and then elected the office in 2005 and re-elected in 2009, 2013, and 2017. Our guest today, popular Erie County Sheriff uh, Tim Howard. Let's talk about this man who's uh, trying to replace you after you retire in January, John Garcia. Uh, tell us about his character and integrity, this man who's running for your position, John Garcia. Well, I, I certainly welcome that opportunity. Uh, I, I met John, I think it was either late last year or early this year. Um, actually, I'd heard about him, but I had never met um, the man that goes with the name. But um, I knew when I met him that he had been shot about uh, shot in the line of duty about uh, 10 years ago. Um, he had actually, he was a member of the Buffalo Police hostage negotiation team at that time. And, and uh, actually, um, like many hostage negotiators do, and first the first responders, the SWAT people, but he had the courage to put himself between the, the bad guy and, and the police that were um, attempting to deal with him. Um, it ended with that individual who he was trying to talk out of his gun, as they said, one individual with mental illness, but it ended up with that individual um, shooting John in the face um, with a shotgun. Very serious, uh, disfiguring as well 
um, injur- injury. But thereafter, John went through a very lengthy rehabilitation program, including uh, still wears hearing aids as a result of hearing loss. But his face is, is uh, you wouldn't know it. He had an outstanding um, plastic surgeon, no doubt. Um, but but uh, his facial appearance is, is uh, re- restored. But the, the thing that impressed me probably among the most is that thereafter he chose to return um, work another 10 years with the Buffalo Police rather than taking a disability retirement, which would have gotten him full pay at taxpayers' expense, probably disability as well, making much more money than he made by continuing to work or will ever make. Um, but but that, among many other things, spoke to his character, um, his willingness or his desire to serve the people. Um, after retiring, um, he did volunteer work to address a mental illness, mental wellness in the community, um, recognizing that that was where we would get the, the likely the, the greatest return, not not focusing on guns. And by the way, I asked him after he was shot, did he ever blame the guns? And he said, no, he, he placed all the blame on the system that had failed this individual numerous times um, throughout his life, but he never never blamed the gun. It wasn't the gun gun that shot him. But at any rate, um, John committed himself to trying to better the lives of individuals and safety of the community by addressing mental illness. So those are the the two that you know his his, his uh, character that made him return to duty and his recognition and volunteer work, not doing something for money, um, spoke everything I need to know about the man. Very good. Uh, good information uh, on this man running for sheriff. Thank you for enlightening us. Now let's talk about the last 16 years as sheriff, the longest-serving Erie County sheriff in history, and uh, there have been notable uh, predecessors. Uh, um, uh, we can uh, think of Pat Gallivan, uh, um, also uh, Grover Cleveland, who became governor and president of the United States, and the only man to be president with staggered terms, and he was sheriff of Erie County. So let's look back in the last 16 years. What stands out as, as a highlight, as, as uh, the most gratifying, fulfilling moment in your 16 years as sheriff, uh, Tim Howard? Well, there have been many, um, but the first one that comes to mind um, was our bike, bike path killer that, that went on for just about that long. Mm-hmm. I'm dating way back to my super days, uh, uh, about uh, extremely lengthy, and I, the memory fails me as I as I get older, as it does many people, but the, how long it was be, before he once again um, resurfaced with another murder. Um, the the DNA evidence that changed that, but again, it was a, it was a thing where the new modern DNA techniques along with um, the more modern uh, profiling um, mixed in with good old-fashioned uh, boots on the street um, police work. Um, that case, after more than 20 years, came crashing together, um, you know, because, again, because of a combination of things, new, what's new as well as what's old and historic with, with committed law enforcement officers um, that, that never give up. So, um, like I said, looking back, that's, that's certainly... Um, a huge thing, but I, I have reflected a lot recently on where's the Erie County Sheriff's Office now, um, how close did we get to what we had hoped to do when I started with Pat Gallivan in, in uh, 1998 um, and I, I, I'm very comfortable to, to, to say, state that Erie County 
Sheriff's Office is a much better agency than it was. And again, a combination of commitment and investments from from the, from the county, um, from good leaders that have been developed from within the agency and, and not from outside, as has often been the case before, um, that it's a much better agency, but it's not as good um, as it could be. And, and again, that's from a lack of resources. So regardless of whether it's the Sheriff's Office or any other police agency in your hometown, these, these solutions to better law enforcement is, is in large part supposed to do with the commitment of resources um, from the taxpayers. People talk about wanting their police to have more training. They are very willing and, and anxious to attend more training. But there's a dollar expense for that because if they need to be on the street um, and they're in school or in a training program somewhere, they need to be replaced um, on the street. So it's not just the cost of the training, but it's the cost of putting additional people out there. Um, we've gone through a couple of layoffs. Um, obviously, everybody remembers, many people remember the red-green budget when, when our agency was actually wiped down to below what the minimum was. Um, I shouldered a lot of the blame. Um, when the state came in and sued us for understaffing. Um, understaffing isn't a result of me not wanting to hire more deputies. It was a result of a, a legislature that wants to hide behind someone else and, and blame me for things that didn't happen when they were the ones that withheld the resources. Yeah, Tara, tough situation. <clears throat> Uh, for those who just tuned in, you're listening to the Rusk Report with popular Erie County Sheriff Tim Howard. A special thanks to Mickey Planevsky for setting up this program. If you're listening in Cheektowaga or Toronto or Manhattan to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, drop us a note. This station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia New Zealand. Please write to Brian Rusk. Care of the Rusk Report, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. And we always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. A little more information about Tim Howard. As a staff inspector in the state police, the fourth highest rank in an organization of more than 4,000 employees, Tim Howard was responsible for the coordination of services in the state police forensic investigation center. He supervised the planning and research section wherein he was responsible for program development and implementing technological advancements and conducted the most difficult internal affairs investigations. Popular Erie County Sheriff Tim Howard. Now you're going to be making a career step in three months. Tell us about your new job because I understand that you're unopposed. Um, I, I am, as it stands now. Um, I like to joke but that, that my wife keeps threatening um, to, to do a write-in um, well, she might win. She may win. Yeah, yes, yes. Actually, I, I may vote for her myself, but I. She's I, a wonderful woman, a good Polish American <laughs> woman, very fine woman. Well, I also like to joke that I will be going from the sheriff of Nottingham to the the Prince of Wales. But uh, I'm I'm very proud uh, to be a resident of Wales. It's okay. a beautiful little country, uh, rural community in in Erie County. I think we're either the smallest or the second smallest um, town in, in Erie County. Um, neighbors are concerned about their neighbors, about the well-being of their neighbors. They're helpful until um, their neighbors. They've, they've uh, kind of got the Andy and Mayberry type of uh, community here, um, and I just want to make sure we are able to maintain it. So I want to um, expend my energies um, trying to keep Wales secure.
caring um, community that it is. Um, the, the current supervisor has decided to not run or not run for supervisor, but he's going to stay on or he's actually um, campaigning to, to uh, remain on the board as a, um, one of the, one of the uh, town councilmen. So uh, I'm friendly with other members of the board. Um, running town government will be certainly a little bit different for me, but I, uh, as in law enforcement over the years, I learned people you can go to when you need help. And um, I know who that'll be when I'm out here, including several of the surrounding supervisors um, to, to this town. Well, I'm certain you'll do a wonderful job. Um, just in the uh, morning paper today, they talked about uh, the alarming rate of shootings and murders going up in uh, western New York State. We've seen it in New York City and all the major cities in New York, and we, we mentioned about cashless bail and early uh, parole. Let's comment on the crime rate going up, and as sheriff and other sheriffs, what can we do to get the shootings and the murder rate down, Sheriff Tim Howard. Well, I, first, I can't let the comment pass. I don't read the Buffalo paper. Okay. Um, but they, uh, at least in this case, they're speaking the truth when they're noting the in increase of, in crime. Um, again, we, we recently had the meeting with uh, Congressman Chris Jacobs in the area of law enforcement from several counties and the police agencies in the in the area and sur surrounding counties did exactly that. Um, you opened up talking about bail reform. That certainly would be one of the major contributors to that, that, that the, um, our whole criminal justice system has been based on. Um, our, our, our primary role is to prevent crime. So we continue to want to do that. But in the absence of being able to prevent all the crime, it's to arrest the offenders. We arrest the offenders and they immediately return to the street. Um, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if the individual who is committing crimes to support his or her drug habit, um, which is still a major cause of the crime, that, but that individual is caught in the commission of that crime or arrested for the commission of that crime. They've obtained illegally and lawfully to support the drug habit is removed from them. Then when they're released back to the street, they're immediately going to go back and commit um, additional crimes to, to get them back to where they were. So, so, um, increase in crime if it's car poppings and, and larcenies and, and certainly the armed robberies and the burglaries are often driven to obtain resources to support their drug habits. Now, had those people been left in jail, they would have been incapacitated, which is, as I learned about criminal justice and the causes and the purposes of punishment, um, was to both discourage them and to incapacitate them from being able to commit crime and, and release back to the street does that and a criminal justice system that that pretends to correct criminal behavior that doesn't um it, it, another just another failure so um drugs are a major problem and our government is telling us at least at the state level that drug dealers are not dangerous but yet they're the cause of the products that they sell of many other individuals engaging in criminal and, and, and dangerous behavior. Talking about drugs, uh, Sheriff Tim Howard, you have people coming into the Erie County Jail high on heroin. During withdrawal, they often try to kill themselves. And you did not sell them the drugs. You did not endorse them doing drugs. How can they hold you responsible for someone who's going withdrawal from heroin? They come in high. 
They're going through withdrawal. You cannot supply them with more heroin. I mean, isn't it unfair to you that, that you get blamed for someone's heroin habit and their withdrawal? Yeah, um, you know, I, I, my conscience is clear, but but I'm, I appreciate that you and many other people point that out. We don't we don't blame you, but but you took the job, and I guess you take whatever criticism goes along with it. But I have to thank you for getting me back on the target here a little bit. Yes. Um, um, um one of the things I, I neglected to say when you talked about the early release and the, and again the continued escalation of crime is that um, contrary to what you read in the paper. Um, Erie County and uh, many other jails have very um, good, very established, applauded um, programs to to ease and help mm -hmm. inmates through withdrawal. And when they are not left in the jail and simply put back out in the street, then 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 they've been denied an opportunity um, to attend those programs. But with you saying that we can't give them any more drugs. Um, the state has gone the other direction, and people need to watch for this, when, especially next election time, um, it, it, and not support the individuals that favor it. But with this liberal approach, um, giving inmate drugs is exactly what the, the direction that the, the outsiders that are trying to run the jails, it's the exact direction that they're going, is to encourage the jails to continue to administer drugs to, to individuals, and I got to kind of partly acknowledge that this may be the only thing because people going through with drug with drug withdrawal um, are more likely to be suicidal. So that that suicide is related to drug withdrawal because an individual just can't be happy without their drug. But but sheriff, aren't you just perpetuating? If you would give them more drugs in jail, they'll be heroin addicts forever. For, for life, yes. I mean, it, yes. But, uh, I mean, that's why we need to get back and change this focus to say drug dealers are are dangerous. And learning or, or, or relying on drugs to get you through the day, any any drug um, to, to get you through the day, and I, and I guess I should say um, not prescribed or medicated by, by true professionals and not people who just want to be doctor feel good, but using street drugs, mm -hmm. and particularly the opiate drugs, that your ability to, to experience happiness is a, is a, um, is a perpetual bounce, downside. So this is exactly what you're saying. With each um, administration, each taking of an opiate drug, you are lessening your ability to feel joy. You're burning out some other section of your brain um, that's able to produce the enzymes that delete that. And I'm, I'm way out of my element. You're talking about anything uh, medical. But, but, you know, this is what experts are telling us that drugs do, and to perpetuate that is, is a moral and ethical dilemma for me. Yeah, I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. We've had popular Erie County Sheriff, and this is his last term, four terms, the longest-serving Erie County Sheriff in the history of Erie County, Timothy B. Howard. He has a lovely wife, Sue. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the last 15 years, who does such fine work. Thank you for enlightening us once again, popular Erie County Sheriff Timothy B. Howard. Have a great week. 
You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.